actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. guys thanks for joining us for a brand new episode of VO Buzz Weekly it's part two time with Samit Iyengar but Chuck I feel like there's something you got to say well yeah first of all we're gonna have a lot of cool questions answered so if you thought part one was cool just this is gonna kick it. your butt right um, here's what I wanted to say so we're on YouTube right now or uh -huh. you're either on our website you're on our app or we're on YouTube but it all feeds from YouTube and we'd like you to subscribe to our channel because the bigger we get the bigger you get the Humongous. more we have the more you have yes so, the more so, we get the more we can give to you there you go so when you see a little thing up there that says hey subscribe now if you haven't hit that little thing subscribe yes. we totally appreciate it also Part two. But wait, there's more. Uh, wait, there's more. Um, we just launched VO Buzz Weekly on iTunes, audio version only. Yes, so now you can listen and not look at your screen when you're driving. Hello. Yeah. We can be on the treadmill with Working you. Out, we can be on a plane with you. On a you. plane. Yeah. Whatever. You it's guys awesome. asked for it. We gave it to you. 208 episodes. It took some work to make this happen. So. If you're watching the uh, podcast on iTunes, subscribe to it. Um, give us a nice rave review, exclamation points, all caps. We yes. love those, yes, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. And big thanks to Matthew Gordon who helped us do all the conversion and all that we needed to do. We have an amazing team. Paz is here with us every episode. Jeff, who edits for us. So we have an awesome team. So you Absolutely. know what? We're grateful. And we're ready to talk to Samit. Let's do it. Let's go. Does CESD um, typically have a day of the week or a day in a month that maybe the agents might have a little meeting, maybe talk about people that they're interested in maybe signing. Is it a collective decision that you guys make when you're looking at somebody? Yes, it's very democratic. Um, having said that, if somebody feels really strongly about it, we're such a good team, I yeah. think, that we're willing to support each other, okay. even if we don't aren't 100% sold. Right. Um, and then we're all working for them. Okay. So we routinely talk about these things. Uh, the way that our office is set up, we're kind of very next to each other and can have those kinds of meetings you know, yeah. immediately. Yeah. But we do also meet regularly to talk about the department in general and uh, everything else that's going on. And, and to go to the on. other end of the spectrum, if it's time to liberate someone, mm. how I like that word, by the way. You, use it. Liberating is positive. Yes. Um, because it's not an end, no. it's a beginning of something new. Um, but what, how, what are reasons why people are asked to find a new address? Well, I think it's it, th those are very, very difficult decisions for mm -hmm. us. I, none of us like doing it, um, and it generally comes down to we haven't had any. Uh, our our talents are generally very well behaved. If there if there yeah. was some sort of issue, that might be a, a right. reason. Right. If we just feel like it isn't, you know, we we've given it a shot and and 
sometimes we just don't know Not why it isn't it. working, but yeah. it, they may thrive at a different place, which mm -hmm. happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, if we feel like they haven't necessarily held up their end of the bargain, meaning, you know, showing up to audition in-house, you know, um, or, you know, taking Skill classes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, those might be some yeah. reasons. Because I do think, and I, you know, word on the street, you know, you, you talk to people that I think sometimes people have that, oh, I've got an agent now. I'm done. I'm good. Right. Right. And, you know, that isn't the case. That's the time to work. Well, it, exactly. it's an old school yeah. kind of thinking, I think, too, that, you know, okay, the age, exactly what you're saying, like the agent has to do everything, mm -hmm. and um, why am I not booking? It must be my agent's fault. Well, you know, it's a, it's a relationship. It's a partnership, and, yeah. you know, both right. people have to work at it. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, I wanted to ask you, what does the ideal client-agent relationship look like? Well, I think re returning phone calls is a big thing for me. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if an hour or two goes by and I don't hear from the actor, that drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, I think showing up on time, um, just kind of putting the work in, being interested, yeah. um, mm -hmm. being communicative. Uh, and like I said, you know, things, letting us know what you're working on, it, whether it's theatrically or, you know, whatever it may be, those are all things that we can use, mm -hmm. you know, because um, we kind of look at the actor as a complete person rather than just a voice. You right, know? right. Yeah, love that. What is the, this is a good, tough question, I don't know if you're going to answer this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. He can do it. He's the meat. He what can do anything. What is the average today, yeah. if you can kind of like evaluate in your mind, but what is the average... Uh, audition to booking ratio. Because, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, you know, one out of 10 or 15 yeah. auditions, you'd yeah. book a job. What right. is it today? What's more realistic? Well, I, I think it differs for everybody. I, that, that's actually a very difficult question. I'm it not is. sure. Just you give know, it a shot. Um, Go back to your finance I, background. Maybe one in 20? I, I one don't know. in 20? Well, I, you know, I, I, I mean, are you talking about a particular actor or are you talking well, about like for... Do you want to talk about a particular actor? No, no, no. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, what, are you saying a booking ratio for an actor or for like an agent? See or you know? Oh no, I guess, no, not an agent. Okay. For for an actor, like for a talent, to think, like how many auditions do they have to do before they book a job? On a reg, on I a typical. I think maybe one to fifteen or twenty. I mean, I, I would great. love it for it to be yeah. one to ten, but yeah. I think you know, I think if if you're not, I mean, because we this is something we hear all the time. Uh, you know, actors will say, "Oh, I need." more opportunities because it's a numbers game it's a numbers right. game and I yeah. said, well it's a numbers game if you have a booking ratio right that right. supports that because obviously if you're booking 10 percent of whatever you're reading and you're getting 10 yeah. pieces of copy a week 20 pieces of copy would be yeah. better but if you're not booking you know at a certain rate then i think you kind of have to look at what you're doing and the choices you're making right. with each script and that'll help you know yeah. Yeah. It, throwing more copy at it doesn't necessarily always work exactly right, right. yeah yes. that's good yeah because then you're just getting lucky maybe well because the common um, denominator is still you yeah right so yeah yeah that's cool mm. and the reason here's why i asked that by the way because i've heard just through the pipeline of some people talent saying that, you know, the ratio today is closer to like, you know, one in a hundred, one in a hundred auditions. Now, yeah. obviously, you know, it's so vast out there and there's so many circumstances right. that, you know, that might be true for them. But 
I love hearing that from you because you're with a major agency and that tells me and them right. that, man, when you're at the right place, yeah. the opportunities change. I think so. And, you know, again, it's all cyclical. I mean, yeah. there are people who may book like four things in a row and then have a dry spell yeah. or, you know, and it, so it's hard to say. And different actors just have different booking right. ratios, obviously. Yeah. Well, it's like, a, you know, the spokes on a wheel. It's not just one thing. Right. It's not just the agency. It's not just, you know, there's there's a lot of different factors yeah. that contribute. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. Um, I wanted to ask you this. This is um, a question. These are a couple questions from viewers. Um, Marianne in mid-Michigan <laughs> says, asks, would it be inappropriate to ask an agency that's not in your city to recommend one that's closer to where you live? I don't, th I don't think that's inappropriate. I mean, you know, we may be able to help with mid-Michigan or may not, but, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I don't see any problem with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good. Um, and then this is one that everyone has asked from everywhere in the world. If you have agents in different markets and you get the same piece of copy hmm. from different agents, what, in your opinion, is the best way to handle that? Well, I think it depends on what your contract situation is. Uh, we always want our actors to check with us first mm -hmm. because of time differences and everything like that. Chances are we do have that piece of copy. We may just not have sent it out mm -hmm. yet. And our actors are generally, you know, they understand that. So they'll say, hey, we've got this or, or you know, right. from the, you know, are you working on it too? Yeah. And we're always honest with them. If we don't have it, it may be something that is only concentrated in that particular market. We'll, you know, tell them go for it, you know. But, uh, you know, if they live here, we we feel like, you know, this they is should like check the with primary us first. agency. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Good answer. Um, we're going to accept that. We accept that. Um, <laughs> Ten points. Yeah. So, what do you think? What do you feel are some common missteps that you hear maybe in auditions? I think it's, uh, again, I think they're focusing sometimes too much on the direction, which, you know, sometimes the direction is just crazy and will say the exact opposite thing in the same yeah. sentence. Um, I, I think you want to get a, a sense of what they're going for. Um, sometimes they'll, I, I think actors focus too much on the sound yeah. or, or what they think it should sound like rather right. than being authentic to themselves yeah. and, and having them read the copy. When I'm yeah. casting something, I'm casting the guy who's talking at my desk who's telling me a story about their weekend. You know, yes. I want that guy to read the copy. And instead, what I get sometimes is that sort of put on voice that, yeah. you know, they mm -hmm. think, you know. The voice actor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'm acting now. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. That's why, bad. Why do you think <laughs> for some people, they're telling you a story at your desk and then whoosh, the microphone comes in front of their face and it's like, I'm an actor. Thank you very much. It's I, like, what happened? Yeah, what I is don't, that? Because you've been in the booth. Yes. I, and now you're in your desk, and now you're, you know, you've seen all the different it's sides. It's amazing. I think it's some sort of, like, uh, reflex, almost, that as soon as, you know, that they get the signal, yeah. they're just very aware of the mic, you know, and, um, and, and it's hard to sort of break them yeah. of that, you know. Um, I think, you know, lead-ins help. Anything that sort of takes you out of that sort of right. presentational aspect yeah. of it, right, then right. where you can be more natural. 
but but it's uh, I've seen you know so many actors and and like when I was in the booth that I'd be would be joking around and I'd do this and then uh-huh. all of a sudden you know they just freeze up yeah and become somebody else you, know? you think it's totally. it's like you know they want it so badly it's like they want to be perfect yes and you get so in your head and it's like what do they want what do I think you know and it's like literally you have left the building well yeah and and I, it's such a naked thing mm-hmm. to it's just your voice know, and and I think that there's no and other if you're self-directing then you're like inside oh your yes head. exactly you're yeah. you're exactly directing, you're acting, yeah. there's no place to hide so I think they want to kind of put on um, some character you know right. that isn't them right. yeah and because it's a hard thing to do to, to be yourself I think yeah. that's one of the hardest yeah. things yeah so for those people who don't have the benefit of coming into an agency or who if they do have an agency they say we don't want you to come in um, what do you have any little tips for self-direction? That's exactly what I was just gonna say. I think you know, first of all, you should have a sense of what you want to do before I mean you should do that anyway before <laughs> yeah. you actually get behind the mic. Um, I don't think I think it becomes diminishing returns if you start doing more than four takes of something. Oh, yeah. I know so many people who will do, and they'll send in fifteen takes. No, they will not. No. Absolutely, and and I and and that's and that tells that's the surest way of knowing that they they don't know what they're yeah trying to sell or the they don't know who they, they are. Saved. Exactly. There was probably thirty-seven. Now, do you, exactly. How many times do they have to send you fifteen takes before you tell them not to ever do that again? Twice <laughs> at, at most. Uh, they have the a meeting. Time. They yeah, have exactly. a meeting, and that person. We have a meeting. Exactly. Well, we have to oh. meet about so and so. No. And yeah. I never mind if they're sending multiple takes and if they're all different. But if yeah. they, it, you know, how many I, takes is okay? I, three, I think three at most, okay. depending on the different. length of the copy. Yes, right. if it's a huge monologue, I don't think anybody's going to listen to to that no, three times. Not. You know, two is kind of pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a line or two, three. Yeah, two. yeah. Okay. But but I think three is probably the most you should do. Yeah, okay. Samit is busy. Don't send ten <laughs> yeah. takes. Well, no, I mean you just want to be smart about <laughs> right. it too. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I have another question for you. Uh, so, it's like firing squad. So obviously, right? you know, you've been doing this for a little bit now. Um, in the years that you've been an agent, or even just a part of working at an agency, um, obviously, some of the changes that you've seen through those times is that people now audition mostly from home, probably, right? right. But other, besides that, what are some other like industry changes that you've seen um, that actually impact the, the business today? Uh, commercially, more and more celebrity-driven. Uh, I feel like the cat's out of the bag in terms yep. of voiceover being a lucrative yep, absolutely. Uh, business. And more and more celebrities are, are not only doing commercials, but they're auditioning for commercials, which kind of squeezes everything mm-hmm. down. You know, so yeah. it, it's, you're competing against that kind of stuff. Do they get paid more? Uh, generally, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a little thing there. But uh, you know, and I know this from talking to to ad agencies and casting people. Um, if it, they're also hip to the fact, and I think agencies, uh, theatrical agencies, in some cases now are hip to the fact that a lucrative campaign at scale is going to be a lucrative gonna, campaign. Exactly. Right. And right. and celebrities will audition for the TV stars, huge yeah. TV stars will audition that kind of stuff yeah. all the time. So so in addition to the fact that more and more voice actors in general are in the marketplace, mm-hmm. you're now competing against celebrities as well. Exactly. So that's just something to, to be mindful of. And when you talk to the ad agencies, do do they really I mean is it really going to sell more of product A? 
if because I I find when I'm in different parts of the country, right, people are like, I don't, I didn't know that was George Clooney. I didn't know that totally. was Julia Roberts. I feel like. A lot of other places in the world, it isn't as impactful as in larger markets where it's more celebrity driven. That's that's true, but a lot of these ad agencies are also in the middle of the country. So if they can go home to their wife or husband and say, "I got to direct uh-huh. Tina Fey on the phone," then big, today, yeah, yeah. Right. that's a big deal. Totally. You know, yeah. um, there's an actor who I'm a fan of, and I was a fan of his TV show, uh, who's doing a car campaign, and. I, I know he booked it because he was on this TV show, and and I listened to the spots and I'm thinking that's not that great, you know. But yeah. Um, but I know, like again, it's it, you know, somebody got to say that they worked with this actor, yep. you know, and right. directed him. Right. So yeah. well, and obviously agencies have celebrity divisions. It's not like you know, it's not like anyone I think is anti. You know, it's the talents. And right. I was, I, we were talked about this before. I think with Melissa Disney, it's like who tells the good story. Right. I exactly. Mean, it's like it's about who tells the story, not necessarily. But again, you know, everything. Not everyone gets a gold ribbon at the end of the game. That's you know, true. And I, and I will fair. say, celebrities. Uh, you know, I think. Stars in general are stars because they understand who they are yep. and sort of play right. a version of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so that applies to advertising too. It's just them, yes. you know, connecting to the product. Everyone Absolutely. just needs to be their own celebrity. Exactly. Be your own star. Be your own celebrity. That we got to make T-shirts. Right. Mm-hmm. Be your own celebrity. Exactly. Um, if I had I a tattoo, that. I'd get you it. You can't no. steal that. I just trademarked <laughs> it. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. Said it first. Legalzoom.com. Uh, <laughs> um, so. I love your uh, Twitter profile because it says, uh, making dreams come true since 2003. Yes. I love that. That's it's beautiful. adorable. <laughs> so what is the most gratifying thing for you about what you do? Well, I think uh, I, I love booking people no matter what it is, a radio spot, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. I, I think finding people, taking people who were doing okay at one agency and kind of growing, watching their career flourish yeah, mm-hmm. um, because you believed in them, uh, giving people who maybe never did this before a shot and watching them thrive. I think yeah. it's, you know, yeah. it's very validating when you take a, a gamble on somebody uh, and, it works. and it and it pays off, yeah. and and you know, or people who are able to pay their mortgage because of, you know, an opportunity that I may have booked them on, or mm. that we, yeah. you know, gave them. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. You're good people, Sadiq. absolutely, man. Hey, do that. you think that companies, uh, agencies like CESD that are you know big, cutting edge, do you think that you guys are more in these times? thinking a little bit more proactively and how the where the business is headed and really kind of being on top of like where things are heading maybe changing even the way you do certain things definitely definitely i think you have to uh so we're constantly looking at that kind of stuff Uh, what's fortunate for us is uh as voiceover agents as opposed to on-camera agents who mostly yeah. deal with casting directors yeah. right. uh, we're dealing with the ad agencies directly so mm-hmm. we can see where their money is going more and more stuff online now uh, now there's more social media stuff mm-hmm. um, you know they're they're seeing that they can get more of a bang out of their buck right in different platforms of and course. so 
you know, we it's the responsibility, you know, to of of ours to kind of see how we can manage that and how can we can get ahead of it. Yeah. And and maybe even as you said, change the way we do things, or maybe even just grow in different areas. Yeah. Or focus on different things, you know, yeah. more sharply. Have there been areas or departments of strategy-wise, you know, like you know, oh, this person is going to take inter internet or whatever that have actually actually seen flourish or or become a reality that didn't exist before. Definitely, I mean, it just I, I think it was just maybe a year, year and a half ago that we started uh, really focusing on digital uh, platforms and, and influencers, and we have agents who are working in that those departments and doing amazing things. That's and, great, and man. Because that really is where the future is. Absolutely. Because well, I was going to ask you, you know, um, a lot of times. I know in, on in the on-camera world, the amount of followers someone has, the amount of influence they have on social media will impact the agent they get, the jobs they get. Yeah. How much in the voiceover realm do you really consider people's social media, either whether it's done responsibly or alter you know, not so responsibly? We, we're starting to pay more and more attention to it. Mm -hmm. I, I think it will probably be more of a focus for on camera and I'm, I'm starting to see it you know, theatrically yeah, yeah uh, sure. it, you know all things being equal they'll pick the actor that has a bigger social media following mm -hmm. for a role um, I think there's areas of voiceover that 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 you know plays into as well right. um, because it's it's you know something we can offer up if somebody has a huge following mm -hmm. that may be a, a little you know extra yeah. incentive for yeah. somebody uh, you know, to hire somebody for a campaign or yeah. something. Right, love it. Man, it's a Pay lot for those of tweets, great baby. information. I'll <laughs> tell so you So good. What. It's like Thanksgiving feast um, in August. Completely. <laughs> I'm full. Uh, let's have like, dinner after. So it's um, like I'm worn out. You can guys. you give <laughs> our peoples <laughs> uh, some friendly advice that you know, just as as a professional that you are, maybe some some good advice uh, to help them get them in the right direction to realizing their voiceover dreams. Well, I think you should take a class first of all. Um, that's maybe more crucial. than a class. More than a class. I mean, but I, there are yeah. so many people. What I hear all the time, as you could probably imagine, is, "Oh, everybody tells me I should do voiceover." Okay, mm -hmm. well, have you studied anywhere? You know, what have you? What yeah. steps have you taken to do that? And most of them haven't. Right. I think, you know, taking class, you know, putting a demo together that, again, clarifying what your point of view is mm -hmm. will be very, very helpful. Um, all the things we talked about, you know, st uh, studying the trends of, of where the marketplace is, knowing your role in the marketplace, um, and and just keep refreshing, keep, you know, yeah. updating your demos and, and all of yeah. that stuff. I always tell people, don't show how good you were, show people how good exactly. you are. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why you need to refresh your demos. But how long, in your opinion, like when you hear a demo, how long do you want to hear them? Like how short should they be? I'd say 45 to 60 seconds. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think four or so five So five spots minutes is out of the question. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> I think okay. so. Yeah. Okay, good. Because somebody just sent me a five yeah. minute demo the other day. Shame on you. Um, and it was an audiobook. Yeah, no, and it yeah. wasn't an audiobook. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah, four, so it's four to five spots. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, you know, it's and and again, all of the things that the the construction of a demo, as yeah. you, you know, or it, it's so important, like the the placement of it, and because it's its own story in a way, and yeah. you want to make sure it's it's telling. It's like the right a little story. mini right. movie. You know? Exactly. Right. Okay. Well, this is the mystery question that no one knows. All right, pick a card. Right. Any card, just not nervous. that card. <laughs> 
We haven't lost anybody yet. Okay. Don't be nervous. Okay. Oh. Which country did your family come from? Uh, they came from India. Was that really the question? Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's I love right. it. Like, I swear, everyone always gets right. It's not even I, a trick question. I want to do another one because okay. I, I think it's <laughs> put him on the spot. You didn't have to think about that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. What's your dream job? Oh, I have my dream job. Oh! oh. And you know what? Look at the confetti. Look at the, look at the yeah, it's just But I'm shows. not even kidding. Your Now the camera's off now, right? No, exactly. I'm kidding. No, no it's not. Okay. Yeah, no, we're not recording. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're but, not recording. But seriously, your, your passion and clearly, I mean, you are so highly regarded. And whenever anyone says your name, it's like, oh, Sumi, you have such a passion and authenticity about yourself. And it comes through. And it's, I mean, it's really such a privilege to be able to talk to you. Oh, thank you. And to have someone yeah. like you in the business championing and, and moving things forward. I mean, so thank you so much for being thank you. here. Thank you. This is great. And for your honesty and uh, your integrity. Yeah, Fantastic. I think soon it'll probably be C-E-S-I-D. <laughs> um, uh, no, C-D-S-D, we Do you love hear that? you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> but listen, man, seriously, first of all, Stacey and I were really excited to have you down, yes. but not just because we like you as a friend and all that stuff, but because the knowledge that you have and your uh, your your realness and your 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 just willingness to like really really want to help talent just really just shines out of your body, man. So thank you, thank you, thank you for them, and thank you for us. Uh, thank you. I you know I've loved the show, and thank you for we having me be a part of it. That. Yeah, and you guys have a lot of great information, so Absolutely. do the right thing with it. I would watch these shows like 18 yeah. times each episode. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you thank next you week. Guys. Okay, take care. Hi, I'm Samit Iyengar. I just got buzzed with Chuck and Stacy. I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Well, what do you have to say about that? Oh, we don't want to let him go, but he's got to go. And you know what? What an amazing, amazing person he is. So cool. And so generous and so kind. Thank you so yeah. much, Samit. And CESD, thanks for letting us borrow Samit for a while. Absolutely. We really appreciate that. And guess what? Next week, we're going to be back with another episode for you guys. So. Join it. Yes, we will. And remember, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and on iTunes, so keep up with us there, too. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you, you always, always have time for a little buzz. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com, on their YouTube channel, or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.